that bad a job doing the announcements? <laughs> I guess it's better than Rotten Tomatoes, right? <laughs> oh, well, good morning, everybody. It's great to be here. Uh, ushers, we may need just a handful of seats uh, for the prayer team who's going to be coming here in a minute, in here in a minute, that are praying out in the other room there. So, uh, well... I finally figured out an excuse to come to church in my basketball shorts and my athletic shirt. <laughs> no, I am in those, but uh, <laughs> this morning uh, is our baptism Sunday. We're going to be baptizing uh, quite a few people this morning, and it's always a fun thing. Uh, hats off to anybody who can guess. By the way, if you were here last service, don't give it away, but anybody who can guess how this baptismal was made. Anybody work? Now, Jonathan, you can't cheat. You already know. Danica, you want to give it a chat shot? No? How, how many of you want to give it a shot? Brighton. I made it. Yes. Yes. Anyway, Caleb. What? It's a farmer's tank. How did you even know what a farmer's tank is? Huh? <laughs> I live in Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's one of those, you know, you see on the side of the road or by a farm, you know, big, agri big water tank. Well, we got one of those and just shot the top off, filled it with water. Didn't even need to heat it because the room temperature for the average California church is 88 degrees. So we are fine. Um, and, of course, we built some steps here. I call them the Chia Pet Steps. Uh, the grass is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. <laughs> so uh, uh, this morning we're going to have a great Sunday and a great time baptizing people. And uh, I want to share a few words before we do. Baptism is a, is a really wonderful thing. It's not a new thing. Uh, and yet I will admit that as you kind of talk to people and ask people, what baptism is, you can get a lot of answers. It's when you convert to Christianity. It's when you believe. It's what you're supposed to do. It's what da, 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 da. And, and really, maybe all of them are right in some ways. But the fact of the matter is, this baptism is really an outward act. It's, it's kind of something we act out that is an inward spiritual reality of what's happening to us. And, uh, and of course, the inward spiritual reality is as our body goes down into the water, our old self uh, goes down with it, and we get raised into the newness of life, our new life in Jesus Christ, where two seconds after we breathe our last breath, we will not be dead, but very much alive. And the awesome good news is we will be very much in the presence of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Paul says to be absent from the bodies, to be present from the Lord. So that's exactly what we look forward to. And by the way, it's not a new thing. Uh, for those of you who are interested in history, uh, in, in the Greek culture where we get the word baptized from 200 years before Jesus ever walked the earth, uh, an old Greek doctor named Nicander uh, wrote a cookbook, and he was writing how to make pickles. And he said he'd take a good cucumber and you marinate it in salt water, and then you put it in what? Vinegar, right? In a jar, yeah. <laughs> you put it in vinegar, and the word he used is the you bapto, which is dip in the water, and then you baptize, you immerse it in the vinegar. 
And of course, that's where they got the concept where you baptized the cucumber in vinegar. And when you took it out of the vinegar solution, it was no longer a cucumber. It was now a pickle. Thank God for pickles, right? What would we put on our hamburgers if we didn't have pickles? Uh, <clears throat> so this morning, we are going to baptize a bunch of cucumbers into pickles. Amen? <laughs> you're, you're like, ah, that was the funny joke. No, I got a funnier one than that. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, in Jesus' day, the word baptism was commonly used for cloth, uh, to dye cloth. You would take the piece of cloth into the dye, and when you brought it up out of the dye, it would be red or purple or black or whatever. They, they had all the colors or a a crude, rudimentary color system like we have today. But here's the thing most people don't realize. Raw cotton is not very strong at all. How many of you would like to just be walking down the street and all of a sudden your sleeve just disintegrates, uh, you know, or your pant leg just disintegrates? Uh, raw cotton is actually not very strong. we got to weave it. we got to do all the things that the machines do to tighten it, strengthen it. And really the final uh, thing in that process to make a T-shirt or a pair of pants is to, you know, they still dip the textile in a dye, and the dye doesn't just paint the textile a certain color. It actually changes the constitution of the cotton to be stronger, to hold together, and to hold fast. The paint itself doesn't just go on the surface of the cotton. It literally penetrates every single part where if you pull it apart, you won't find white cotton underneath. If you've dipped it in red, it's all red. And the ancient Greeks would say they are baptizing their textiles into the dye. And when they come up, they come up almost a completely different fabric now because they've been strengthened and reconstituted by the dye. And then we have Jesus walking around, particularly at the end of Matthew chapter 28. He says, now this is what I want you to do. I want you to go and tell everybody the good news. The good news of Jesus dying for the sins of humanity, of Jesus being buried in the tomb of the earth, and then of Jesus rising from the dead and giving the offer to all of humanity. If you accept it, you can rise also and live forever. He says, I want you to go and teach them that, and then I want you to baptize them into the name of Jesus Christ. And all of those apostles would have been thinking of pickles and dyed T-shirts because after all, how many of you call a pickle a cucumber? Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> a pickle is a pickle. They are really two different things when we're talking about it, two different words. And it's the same for the waters of baptism. When the apostles would baptize somebody, they would literally go down and the old person, the old self, the old uh, man, so to speak, man and woman, would go down into the water, be buried just like Jesus in the tomb, and then come up out of the water into the newness of life, symbolizing in an outward way the inward work of Jesus. Isn't that cool? Where I was, grew up in Detroit, uh, there's a man named, uh, who started a company. It's, uh, it's a little popular today. His name was William Ford. And uh, it was a small company then, and he had a big problem with people stealing his tools. He'd hire thousands of people, and then he'd go into the shop. Well, half the tools would be gone. Theft was rampant. 
Well, one of these guys uh, converted to Christianity and went down and got baptized in the dirtiest, scummiest river on earth called the Rouge River. Uh, it is not a place you want to swim. It's where you find fish with eight eyes and four arms swimming around. It's one of those rivers. But 100 years ago, it was probably a little cleaner, and uh, whatever pastor was you know, saving souls that day was brought, brought the, the, the man down, baptized him, and immediately as he came up out of the wa- water, he felt that newness of life, and he felt a voice tell him, go and give back Mr. Ford's tools. So he went over to the foreman and he said, uh, I, I took all these tools, but I'm bringing them all back. Is there any way I can avoid prosecution, going to jail for stealing? And the man said, well, it's not my call. I'm going to call Mr. Ford. And, of course, he couldn't call him. He had to telegraph him because Mr. Ford was in Europe. So we have this man. He, he admitted to stealing tools. He brought them all back. What do you want us to do with them? And Mr. Ford cables back, do nothing, dot, dot, dot. The man goes, do nothing. And then all of a sudden, he gets another uh, telegraph from about five minutes later. He goes, in fact, why don't we baptize the whole city of Detroit? (laughs) Henry Ford's comment on baptism. But, you know, he, he captured something there that it really is true. There's a newness of life. And I have a short time here. I won't preach a very long sermon. In fact, uh, as I had had conversations this week with some other people about baptism, they had said, Tom, if you had to pick just one verse to really highlight what baptism is and what the Christian faith is, which one would you pick? And I know many of you, good Protestants, you'd go straight to John 3.16. Uh, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And, and that is true. That is great. But that's the one verse that we've all memorized. I actually want to use a verse that came from our prayer service a couple of weeks ago, uh, one that has I, I've always known, but I've really seen in a new light, and it's out of Second Corinthians chapter 5. I don't think we'll have it up here, but I'll read it for you because it's very, very easy to read, and, and I'll uh, give you the understanding. It's one verse. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 21. If you have a Bible, you can open up there with me. Heavenly Father, now as we open up to the Word of God, Lord, you said your word is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, and effective for teaching, correction, reproof. God, it is the word in which we live on. And so, Lord, I pray that as we Read this scripture in your presence now that you'd uh, help us to be fed, to be built up, and understand uh, the wonderful gift that this verse is. In Jesus' name, amen. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, a very simple saying, God made him. So God the Father made him, Jesus, <clears throat> who had no sin, to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God made him who had no sin. So God made Jesus, who had a perfect nature. He never, he didn't have the brokenness we have. He didn't give in to the temptations we give in to. He didn't cuss out his neighbor like we do. He didn't 
flip him the finger on the highway like we do. He didn't do all those things. He had a perfect nature, could stand before God in perfection. God made him who had no sinful nature to be sin, to be a sin offering, so to speak, so that we may become the righteousness of God. And those of you who have ever studied C.S. Lewis had a great picture of this verse. He called it the great exchange, and it kind of looks like this. We are on one side in our broken, sinful nature, all right? Jesus is on the other side in his perfect nature. When God looks on Jesus, God doesn't see all the mess of his life. God, well, there was no mess. God sees just the perfect Christ-like nature inside of Jesus. Now, of course, when he looks at us, we think he sees all the mess, all the, all the sinful stuff, all the, all, that, all the junk that can be in there sometimes. But here is the awesome part of that verse. It's the great exchange. God made him who had no sin to be sin. So he changes places with us while he's on the cross so that we who have the sinful nature might become the righteousness of God. It is the great exchange. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's, it, it, I mean, it, it couldn't be have said more beautifully that when we accept Christ's offer, when we accept what Jesus has done for us, everything that's broken, everything that's sinful inside of us, every, everything in our nature that is weak, broken, sinful, flawed, it's all on the cross. God doesn't see it anymore. What he sees is he sees the one who had no sin became sin, and it's all on the cross. God's not looking down at us going, what a pathetic loser this guy is. When we accept Jesus, when he looks at you, he sees Christ. He sees Jesus. He sees the one, the righteous one, the righteousness of God. He sees that on us. Because he who had no sin became sin. It's an exchange. You say, you know what? Everything that's broken and sinful about me is now on the cross with Jesus. And here's the beauty. All of the perfection of Jesus, all of the sinlessness of Jesus is now accredited to us. So that when we die, we don't die and go to heaven looking like us. We die and go to heaven looking like Jesus. The stains, the sin, the brokenness, the mistakes, the anger, the bad memories, the addictions, everything doesn't come with us. It goes into the body that died on earth, and it goes back and decays and rots there forever while the newness of life goes up to heaven with God. Isn't that awesome? It's the great exchange. You exchange everything that's broken and fallen and sinful about you and you place it on the cross with Jesus and Jesus exchanges everything that is perfect about him and it becomes placed on and accredited to you. And how do you get it? 
You believe it by faith. You receive it. When someone says, this is the offer God's making with you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you say, I believe that. I receive that. I accept that. I want that. Otherwise, otherwise, two seconds after you die, you die as you. You enter as you. And I don't know about you, but I know me, and I don't want to go in as me. I would rather go in as Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so this morning, what we're going to see in the waters of baptism is the great exchange. When they come and they stand in the water, they're standing literally at step one, which is the cross of Christ, right? Jesus dying on the cross. They are now exchanging their sinful nature, and they're placing it right on the cross as they stand in the waters. Then as they go down and get baptized, they're placing their old self in the tomb with Jesus. It's dead. It's gone. It's over. And then when they come up out of the water, they are rising with Jesus. You can read Romans chapter 6 to really get the full picture of this. But rising with Jesus and symbolically as they're coming up out of the water resurrected one day when they really die, they will also be resurrected in the same way that Jesus was. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, this morning... Uh, we have some folks to be baptized, and so uh, if you are, have went to the class and attended the, uh, the instructional class and uh, received all the teaching and everything, uh, would you please stand at this time? Please stand. And uh, what I'd like you to do is line up right over here against this blue wall. For each and every one of you, we have... Uh, we have a plaque, a certificate for you at the back. Please do not leave here without one. Uh, and if for some reason yours is not up there, let us know, and we will uh, get you one. Here's how this is going to work. I will get into the tub, and I'm going to ask Dan Brazier to come on up. He's going to help me MC this. And Dan is going to ask you a very simple question. And the question is, why would you like to be baptized today? Uh, if he's not satisfied with your answer, he may say, what does Jesus mean to your life? And may, may probe you a little bit to talk and give testimony about your faith. But I want all of you to know over here, we are all here to celebrate what God is going to do as you come up out of the waters. Amen? This is a good thing. Amen. All right. Dan, why don't you come over, and, and uh, you're going to be over here uh, near the carpet, and uh, give me a minute to get in, and then Penny will be first.
All right, Penny, what does baptism mean to you? Baptism means to get all clean and be like Jesus. Why do you want because of the fact that I want to become the new me and follow in Jesus' footsteps. Heavenly Father, we uh, celebrate and we also agree and honor uh, with Penny's intentions. God, that the old self is going into the waters of baptism and she's going to be raised to the newness of life. This outward work of an inner reality. And so, uh, Jesus, uh, we pray now that your spirit would uh, overflow within her and uh, give her the peace of Christ which transcends understanding. Penny, based on your confession of faith... I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, that you are now baptized into his death and raised to new life. Why do you want to be baptized today? To give my life to God and and mean to uh, cleanse my life and make my new self and get rid of the old self. What does Jesus mean to you? Jesus means a lot to to me and uh, to make my life better and to make a better life for me to live. To live longer with Jesus. Awesome. Jesus, we now ask for your agreement. God, as Glenn has said, I, I, I want that old man to go down, the new one to come up. Uh, and you heard it. I'm giving my life to Christ. I want to live for him. And so, uh, Jesus, we thank you for Glenn and ask that you would pour your spirit upon him today in your name. Well, Glenn, based on your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, baptized into his death, and raised to new life. Quincy, 
What does baptism mean to you, brother? Um, I want to be more like God, and I want to give my life, my whole self to him. So one day when I do die, I can be with my mom again because when she passed, I was two, and I want to be reunited with her when I do leave this earth. So that's what it means to me. Awesome. Just so everybody knows, we did a class last week where everybody gave their testimony as to uh, coming to belief and faith in Jesus Christ. And so we are just asking them to, as best they can, uh, give a shortened version of that as they get baptized today. But when I say based on their confession of faith, everybody in this line has given a confession of faith, just so you know that. Jesus, we agree with Quincy, God. Uh, that the old self now is going into the waters of baptism and that he is going to be raised to new life. Jesus, that in the moment he comes up, he's going he's gonna to encounter, uh, have an experience with the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for that. Uh, we thank you that uh, he's going to enter eternal life and uh, we'll definitely one day uh, meet up uh, with mom and uh, those who have gone before him that he uh, cares so much for. So Jesus, based on Quincy's profession of faith, uh, I now baptize him in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, baptized into his death. And raised to new life. baptized today because um, all my life I've lived my uh, I lived my life according to my will not Jesus and I've uh, come up short every time so I've uh, decided to give my life over to Jesus and to him that's an awesome answer had injuries before. <laughs> Heavenly Father, uh, we agree with Jason. God, what a great testimony. Uh, I've tried it all on my own, always come up short. It's time uh, I'm through with myself. I'm giving it all to Jesus. Lord, that's a great testimony. We agree with that. And so, Jason, based on your confession of faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit being baptized into his death and raised to new life.
Good morning, young man. Why did you come here to be baptized today? Because I want to follow Jesus in his footsteps and forever be his follower and dedicate my life to him. How cool is that? Jesus, we agree with Isaiah. God, thank you uh, for uh, just an incredible testimony uh, at such a young age, God, to be able to say, you know what? I already know. I, I want to live my life for Christ, and uh, I want that uh, newness of life to be stamped on me from this day forward. So we agree with that in Jesus' name. Father, based on Isaiah's confession of faith, uh, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah being baptized into his death. And raised to new life. <laughs> Today's an awesome day. Why did you come to be baptized today? To follow in my God's footsteps and to be cleansed from the death and raised into new life. Awesome. Father, uh, we pray for Caleb this morning, and God, we agree with him. We ask now for your spirit to fall upon him in an amazing and wonderful way. God, I know he, he's saying, I'm, I'm through with myself. I'm letting the old man go under and the newness of life to come up, God, and, and to follow in the example of a wonderful family. And so, uh, Jesus, we agree, and... Uh, this outward symbol right now is truly an inward reality for Caleb. So Caleb, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptize with him in his death. And raised to new life. Good morning, sweetheart. And why did you come to be baptized today? I want to dedicate my life to Jesus. Very good. And what does Jesus mean to you? He means love and Holy Spirit. Very good. Jesus, Father, we lift up Loretta, and uh, God, what a, what a great 
at, at, at just even at this young age, any age, God, to say, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to dedicate my life to Jesus. Uh, I want to come up new. I want to come up uh, out of these waters in that eternal life and the sense of the, the Holy Spirit and the love of Jesus poured upon her. So, God, we pray uh, for her and that uh, that would be the stamp upon her as she comes up. Loretta, based on your confession of faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, that you would be baptized with him in his death. And raised to new life. You know, everyone's special, but she's just a little special to me, a little extra. This is my granddaughter. Aww. And Danica, why did you come here today to be baptized? So my sins can, so my sins can be washed away. Okay, and, and what does Jesus mean to you? He means the Lord, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough. For this one, uh, her grandma, Kathleen, is going to come in. And she's going to baptize you. So I'm going to step aside here and just be part of the crew. I want to thank God for giving me this opportunity to be this part of my granddaughter's life. on your confession of your faith I baptize you in the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit buried to fight back the tears, isn't it? I was given the blessing to baptize my daughter and I almost couldn't get through it. How are you, young man? And why did you come to be baptized today? I want to give away my sins to God. That's about as good an answer as I know. Who are you? <laughs> this will only happen for me personally two more times. And so uh, this moment, if you'll just give me a second, I just want to enjoy it for a minute. Uh, 
And of course, all of the baptisms I've ever done are special, but this is my son. And so um, to be here at this moment is a moment. <laughs> He's like, please get this. Your moment's not my moment. <laughs> Well, Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and put your red hand. Jesus, thank you for my son. And thank you for the opportunity to even be alive at this moment. Every day is a gift. Every day is precious. We never know what the future holds. So the fact that I can be here in the body on earth being a part of this is amazing. God, I thank you for my son. And uh, based on his confession of faith, which uh, is amazing to hear him speak of, based, Jonathan, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptize into his death. And raise to new life. Fifteen more to go. <laughs> and why did you come today to be baptized? I want to die to my old self and come out new. Okay, what does Jesus mean to you? Everything. Everything. To see that at a young age, I was stupid. I waited till I was thirty-two. Well, Jesus, this isn't the first time I've been able to dunk Keith. It's been a couple of times in the pool that uh, I've had this privilege. But, Lord, this is a far different matter. God, we agree with Keith. God, that he wants that old man to go in the pool. He wants to come up raised in the newness of life. And, God, I pray at that moment he's coming up out of the water. God, that there just be that moment that he has an encounter with the Holy Spirit, that you would pour yourself upon him. And that he would be filled with your love, filled with your spirit, God, and the sense of your presence. In Jesus' name. Keith, based on your confession of faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptized with Jesus into his death. And raised to new life. Last and certainly not least. And why did you come today to be baptized? I want to leave my past and the mistakes and sins I've made, and I want to leave them behind me and start over with my heart filled with joy. Amen. Very good. I, I want you to see her shirt for a minute. It says, 
This shirt is illegal in 53 countries. And she's not kidding. What we're doing here right now, open and freely, we should all take a moment to be thankful for. Uh, whatever we may think about the United States of America at this moment, look what we can do. Freely, we can celebrate. Uh, there are many places where this would not only be illegal, but afterward, you know, I'd be running down the street for my life. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, you know, Jesus, thank you uh, that we do uh, have this country we can live in uh, to have this freedom to do this. Uh, and uh, we, you know, as we finish up here today, uh, we want to definitely honor and acknowledge uh, your provision for us in this matter. Thank you. you birth daughters and there are times that God gives you daughters and this is the daughter God gave me three and a half years ago we met and honestly I wouldn't give you two nickels for this child <laughs> and God kept putting us together and I found something so wonderful in her that very few people saw and she made me fight for her and she has done a 180 she has changed, she has listened, she has read her Bible, and she has gone after the Lord. And I am so proud of her, so proud of her. Heavenly Father, we just agree with um, Amy uh, from Melissa here that, uh, God, you have done something in Melissa's life. The Bible says uh, you did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. And so, God, thank you that you have said yes to us. You have said yes, yes, and amen. And, God, you are saying yes to Melissa. Yes, yes, and amen. And so, Lord, we agree with her, and we thank you for her testimony. God, that you've done a great work in her life, that the joy she has now uh, from three years ago is just amazing, Lord. And so, Father, we celebrate her old self going into the waters of baptism and her new self coming up out, that outward work of the inward reality. In Jesus' name. Well, Melissa, based on your, uh, based on your confession of faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that you have been baptized into his death and raised to new life.